0: So, the other day I went to hear a lecture. Um, It was by a lady from Berkeley who talked about aging and complexity. And she said something really interesting that I need to share with you. Hi everybody, and welcome to the pre-accident investigation safety moment. I'm Todd Conklin, the host of your podcast for today, and uh, this one is really interesting. So um, I live in Santa Fe, New Mexico. If you didn't know that, I, I talk about it kind of a lot. So you probably should have. I mean, if you're not paying attention, I'm not angry, but you should know that about right. And one of the things that's interesting in Santa Fe is there's this place called the Santa Fe Institute, which um, studies complexity, and it's um, it's quite a fancy thing. It's quite it's quite famous. It's it's a really, it's a big deal. So if you're a physicist or a biologist, if you're, if you're interested in complexity and science, then you know about the Santa Fe Institute. And if you've known about it a long time. If not, today's the day I'm teaching you about it. And they do lots of cool stuff. I mean, there's all sorts of stuff all the time. And one of the things they do are these community lecture series. Now, you know, that I'm interested in complexity and you're interested in complexity. We're all interested in complexity because that's kind of what we manage. We manage workers who are adaptively trying to succeed in complex systems, and they're actually pretty ding-dang good at it. They do it all the time. So I went to this this seminar because it looked like it'd be interesting, and the title was Complexity and Aging. Now, I, I, I guess I... I don't know. You guys know this if you're out there listening, but you hit a point in your life where you start to realize, holy crap, I'm aging. Like I can no longer read the fine print on a webpage, and uh, my knees hurt, and if I sit too long, my hip doesn't move, that kind of crap, right? I'm not going to talk about aging that much. But I'm interested in how complexity fits into this. And the person we went to see speak uh, is named Professor Gene Carlson. And she is from uh, Berkeley. She's actually really from Indiana. The thing I remember about her introduction is she, she, she said she was the second most famous person from her town in Indiana. Her first most famous person from her town in Indiana was Orville Redenbacher. So, I mean, that's pretty tough. If, if That's going to be a hard one to compete with. But Jean Carlson talked about aging and complexity. And she talked a lot about bone structure. It was really an interesting conversation. You'd have liked it. But she said something really, 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 really interesting to me. And that's what I want to share with you. And then I want to talk about how this applies to the work we do. So in the middle of her presentation, and she had a whole bunch of things to say, like um, having friends as you get older is a really good way to counter diabetes or smoking. That friends and social relationships on the positive side of the scale are as uh, important things like diabetes and smoking is on the negative side of the scale, which I thought that was interesting. Right. And she had lots of research, very empirical. That's uh, she was very scholarly, but that's not the thing that I, I had burnt into my mind. That's this. She said, senior living centers that are located next to open spaces, parks, recreation areas, hiking trails in the forest, senior living centers, located next to recreational areas that have bumpy trails have fewer cases of Alzheimer's and have better neurological health for the people who live in that living center. So let me repeat that again. Old folks' homes next to bumpy trails make more long-term impact on positive brain than ones that are located next to smooth trails and i started thinking about that and i kind of want you to think about it too cuz this is really interesting i'm guessing the premise is is that if you walk on a bumpy trail a lot of neurological stuff's happening balance and situational awareness and visual acuity and speed and tempo and muscles and All those things work collectively together. That really makes sense to me. And yet, I think we believe we want to make our workplaces easier for our workers. But if we make our trails smooth, will workers lose the ability to neurologically adapt to complex systems? That's interesting. Because now we go from risk removal to risk competency. We go from smoothing the roads and creating one right way to understanding there are bumps, but bumps make workers better at managing risk. That's all I have to say. I mean, that was a very interesting lecture, and I think this is a pretty interesting safety moment. Certainly one to chew on. Learn something new every single day. Have as much fun as you possibly can. And for goodness sakes, you all, be safe.